I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. The Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships, creates language for what motivates us, and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram's a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram ninja. Hello. My man, we are wrapping up our deep dive into the high side of each of the types. Yep. Time to elevate. Right. Sevens, you're with me. Fours are like, what's wrong with the low side? <laughs> uh, if you missed the setup, do listen to our last podcast. We're talking about stress. We're talking about our center. We're talking about our security number and what the high side looks like. Mm-hmm. Moving to fives. Fives are going to get active in stress. There is a stinginess that fives can experience in their fixation, a really hoarding but on the high side of seven, there is a there's a looseness. Yeah. There is a pushing into more joy. There is um, a perceiving all of the options that might be available to you mm-hmm. that can be very helpful for fives who might otherwise be very myopic. Yeah. And even an ability to draw other people in to whatever thing they're trying to 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 aim at it's like like fives are naturally not closed off but they're they're not the type that's going to try and include everyone in the fun that they're trying to have and when they go to seven in really healthy ways they want to help the whole room get out of stress yeah what's interesting on this front is how powerful the presence of a five who's healthy can be in that moment. Yeah. Cause everyone's used to the cards you play normally. Right. But in spaces where if you're feeling stress in the room and then you end up pushing into that space with the brilliance that you bring to the world, that can, that can be such a great good for everyone else. And, and where seven, like the, the difference between sevens doing this normally and, and fives doing it in a really healthy way, like, like sevens just want to have fun and, and are sort of like in their, in their own perspective of it. And, and fives who are much more sort of observant yep. in, in this objective kind of way, fives can actually like one of the things that they pick up at seven in a really healthy space is is that the ability to cater their, their, their sort of joy seeking to the specific moment. Yep. It's not just let's go ride bikes, but it's like, let's ride these specific bikes because this is what you want. Yep. Joy can be presented as that, flourishing happiness side but that's not always how joy is expressed one of the more meaningful experiences i've ever had happened last night i got a chance to go see my son who's a five play a concert Mm -hmm. it was the last concert of the year uh for his jazz band 
and he has some close friends. He's a freshman. He has some close friends who are seniors. Shows the quality of my kid. Like that, they develop these relationships, and in many ways, these close relationships were kind of older sibling kind of relationships. These have been people he's journeyed with for six years. Sure. But this was their last time playing together. This was their last time doing the thing that they've done for a while that he's really found a lot of his identity in. Five that he is on a very large stage with lots of people in front of him. He began openly almost sobbing. Mm. And I'm I'm at least 50 yards away. Yeah. And I and and obviously I know who he is, but I could see this overwhelm him. And it kind of it filled the space, yeah. and it was a sadness, but it was a sadness tainted with joy that he had experienced something beautiful, and he didn't hold that back. It came into that space, yeah, and it actually brings brings so much texture, life, um, beauty into into the relationships that he had experienced, and that felt to me like that is the high side of. And he's moving into that space. It's a, it can be a stressful space. He's losing people he cares about. Elevates, though, and allowed his emotional life to pour forth. Right. Fives are going to have a similar problem to fours in that they are in head space. And when they go back to center, they're still in head space. Right. But the move is from thinking about the world out there to really get your, getting your thoughts centered on the here and now in your emotional life. That mm-hmm. actually is the center for fives, yeah. Right. And it's you you gain a a, a broader perspective uh at seven. At at seven. Fives are are so naturally like they're observant. They they want to see and understand how things work. But once you sort of step outside of yourself a little bit, is especially when you do it in healthy ways and and move and, and pick up some of the good things that are available at seven, you actually broaden your your perspective. Like, I was watching a, a special feature thing from um, when they flipped the semi-truck in Dark Knight the other day. Okay, and, sure. And they, the, one of the guys talking was talking about how, like, normally you shoot things in this particular way, and it, like, like we don't think about this because our perspective is as the audience, but... When, when you shoot scenes in movies and television, you usually shoot things from multiple perspectives because it gives you an opportunity to see different sides, to see different angles, and, and to get a, mm. a, a broader and more comprehensive view of the situation as it is. So when fives pick up that broader perspective from seven and bring it back to their main center, they actually have a better picture that includes elements that they wouldn't have picked up naturally. Yeah, that's perfect. There's a narrowing of focus that comes at five. Right. But real value in what you picked up in that seven space. Right. One of the things that happens at five is that the wisdom that fives want to embody is infused with that what would you call that? The like the emancipating, liberating, non-attachment. Um, one of the virtues of embracing wisdom is that wisdom shows you that your needs are not a problem. Right. I suppose it's just like every other. We'll talk more about that next week when we hit the heart's message. Oh shoot, I spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> one of the great goods 
for all the types, and you hear this in our language, you have to find a source. You got to find the source that feeds your motive that is not other people. Yeah. For many of us, that that is God. Who, where you find your source, it, it has to meet you where you're at. Fives need to know that their needs aren't a problem, and that that wisdom that this is a constant source liberates them, allows them to live with free hands in five space. Right, and and to not to not be attached to their own way of seeing, to not be attached to the things that they're holding on to. The um, yeah, it's 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 seeing the world with clearer eyes and open hands. Had an epiphany on this uh, writing this list up in toll footnote. Sorry, y'all. In Riso and Hudson's book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram, they have a very famous um, graphic in which there's nine levels of health. Yeah. The highest level of health is all about liberation. It's all about non-attachment, and Hudson is a five. Yep. And I bet you he's reading his own motive and his healthiest self into the other numbers. Sure. And all of us do this. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, my oneness and TJ's nineness is all over how we come to Enneagram. Yep. Absolutely. But I thought that was funny when I yeah. when I was looking <laughs> at this list today. Love it. So Russ Hudson, if you're listening, I caught you on that one. Um, <laughs> the fives move into security, and that's going to be an active move. Acting on the knowledge they have, they're going to take hold of agency. They're going to take hold of the world around them in eight space. It's very physical. It's a, it's a, right. they're engaging their body in the, in that eight space. Yeah. Yeah. There's the healthy move to eight, the, the secure place when, when fives are, are, are doing what they need to do and, and like, and doing it in, in high side thinking like there, there's work to be done and I will do it. Mm. I will step into the spaces where, I need to be where I'm uniquely suited to insert myself where I normally stand to the side and, and offer commentary. Now I will step in and, and offer skills and guidance and leadership. Part of balancing for both fours and fives is understanding that fours in security and in stress earn and fives in security and stress become assertive Mm -hmm. and just knowing that you balance in those ways is really valuable yeah but especially on the secure side acting on your knowledge obviously it takes so long to get your yourself sound and feeling comfortable in the things that you know but that's the trick yeah it's it's just it's it's engaging that pushing and saying i know enough and now now it's go time right and and it also like once you've done that a couple of times, it'll also help move you back to a more healthy five space where you now have a, a greater ability to recognize what is important for wisdom. Okay, I've, I've yeah, referenced the, the multiple uh, browser tabs over and over again when talking about fives and and it's really easy to for fives to go down these information rabbit holes and and when you pick up some of the skills of a healthy move in security at eight it's it's a lot easier to discard the stuff that's unimportant that isn't actually going to get you what you want it's 
It's just rabbit holes. And, and to focus on what needs to be done. Yeah. When you're acting on your information, you're going to actually gain more information. Because right. now you're actually moving into spaces where you're connecting with the world and moving things in discovering what's out there. And you don't just sit in eight space there. You're going to pull that back into five space. That's the loop. That's a right. great... I don't think we haven't, we haven't talked about that. That's a great way to think about a healthy loop is that you're going to discover a lot of things. You're going to, each of the types is going to have experiences in security. Not that you live there. You can't live on the mountaintop, right? You got to live, you got to live in your center, but you pull things from the mountaintop into your center that make you a better person in your center. Right. Ah. Yep. Sixes, sixes in stress are going to get active and promotional at three. They're, they're going to engage the excellence that they have at the high side. Like, what do you bring to the table? Voice that. Make it clear. There's all sorts of negative things that can happen at three, obviously. But one real valuable thing for sixes at three is that it is moving you out of cowardice into an aggressive posture towards the world. Yep. It's making sure that others see that you're worthy of attention. There's not enough to be said about sixes gaining the ability to advocate for themselves. Yep. And and when they when they move to three in really healthy ways, when they find themselves in three and they need to like they're stressed out and they need to figure out there's there's probably a lot that's going to come from you figuring out how to advocate for yourself and and how to accomplish that's that's not the right word, but how to how sort of plan your way out of your stress. Mm. And it's it's not going to be planning for the worst case scenario. You're already in the worst case scenario. How do you get out of it? You tap into your your innate abilities. You tap into the things that need to get done and like the the great things that are available at three also includes a reframing to say, look at how good this thing is. Mm -hmm. Pick up some understanding of how valuable you are, perhaps. And how other people see you as well. Yeah, there you go. There's both reason at three to trust yourself a little bit because yeah. you can see yourself a little bit more clearly. And I think that's exactly right. You can yep. cast things correctly as a, this is what I bring to the table. Yep. Moves against the fixation. Just again, want to emphasize that, that sixes can get stuck in cowardice and recklessness. But at three space, there is an engagement on the high side of understanding your ability, strengths, what you bring to the table and how other people see you. Yep. And also that you aren't, like to, to address the recklessness, also that the like careful planning and execu execution never involves recklessness. Mm -hmm. And also you are important enough to not be reckless. Is there something there about not wanting to appear reckless or cowardice? Yeah, because anything can happen when you're reckless. That's kind of the point of it. So in stress, you're like aware, holy cow, I'm being reckless and I don't want other people to see me as reckless or I look, I'm being a coward and I don't want other people to see me as a coward. I don't know that that's necessarily high side thinking about what you gain at three. I think, I think part of it is, is the, the ability to navigate your situations in a way that is more 
intentional than cowardice or, or recklessness allows you to be. Okay. Yep. I see that. Moving the center means engaging your brain, getting your head around some stuff. Yep. You're pushing into your intelligence center there. When we talked in our last episode about the practices sixes need to embrace, they're all about getting your head around some stuff. But that's the movement out of stress into the high side of your center ends up being, let's be thoughtful about this. Yep. And so your faithfulness and care for the common good is both thoughtful and it needs to be infused with the virtue of your type, which is courage. Right. A, a big part of, of what we're talking about with the like recklessness and cowardice, like what is the sort of antidote to those things and, and being intentional doesn't provide room for recklessness or cowardice. Yep. The high side of your own center has to do with being intentional about the things that you're doing. It's not reacting to whatever comes along and, and being worried about the possibilities that are in front of you. And like, like you're, fighting against those things by being very intentional and being being clear about what you want and how to get there. Yep. Courage, according to C.S. Lewis, is putting into practice the demands of wisdom. Mm. Notice that there's a very thoughtful element here and there's a very active element here. Yep. The sixes have action in spades. But if you can get your head around, what is what is mine to do? Right. What is the big thing? What is the priority? Then courage comes in and you have a target that all that energy you have can get directed at something singular. Sixes get into bad shape when they can't prioritize, when they can't focus, right. when they can't get their heads around the thing. But you get your head around the thing and then you got the energy to knock that sucker out and that's you at your high side. Right. And and to do it with with high skill and acuity yes like like knowing what i'm good at and and what's good for the people around like what do the people that i am with need and what do i have to offer being clear about about that and knowing like moving forward knowing that you are good at the things that you are offering yep when you accomplish that are there 12 other tasks to do no you can just let go. And that's your security number. <laughs> yep. When you, when sixes knock out the thing, it's time to enjoy that things have, have been taken care of. Right. The thing that is yours to do got taken care of, and you have permission to withdraw into physical spaces where you feel rested. Right. And that's the move to nine. And I don't even necessarily think that it, it has to be physical, I think that it can also be an intuitive sense of being comfortable in the world. That is something you need to communicate to yourself and make a priority. Yeah, it would be both getting your head around that, but understanding it, as you're saying, in an intuitional way. Yeah. You yep. know it in your guts yep. that it got taken care of. Yep. And that produces the peace. And that you did it and and you can now rest. Yeah. No reason to challenge that. No reason to second guess that. Right. That is all the types are going to have that struggle at this point where, well, at least 
all of the reactive types are going to have this struggle, ones, twos, and sixes, where do you give yourself permission to enter that space? Yeah. Right. Right. To, to rest, to be okay with not doing the next thing, to even and particularly to calm your mind. Yeah. Twos and sixes need to give themselves permission to withdraw and ones need to give themselves permission to just be active. You don't have to earn anymore. Right. That's the move. Yep. You got, you actually have to surrender your stance in order to really enjoy the fruit of your security. Right. Your security number. It's good. What does it look like to learn stuff in nine and bring that back into six space? I, I, I think that that's part of it is, is that you, the withdrawal is is an opportunity to see what it's like when you aren't constantly planning for things to go wrong. The the space that is provided for you when you step into nine in really healthy ways, you pick up some skills like sort of like transference of like like just taking everything a little bit easier. And, and being more considerate about the doom loop, about, about the planning, about even about not letting yourself see yourself as clearly as you should. Like when you, when you are in the peace, the, the, the harmony kind of space that is available at nine, you have better opportunity to look at yourself more clearly. And when you move back to six, you can say, ah, I, I'm actually not as bad as I think I am. Important to get your head around that mm-hmm. when you return. Sevens. Sevens are going to move to one in stress. There's an important thing that happens that where the aggressive side of sevens that's always kind of active, moving towards the next thing. In one space, there is an ordering. In one space, something commonly for a seven has crashed and they're like, holy cow, my life is kind of chaotic. Mm-hmm. I need to get some structure here. This, the fixation for sevens is scheming. Well, what would be the next thing? What's the next thing? Where, where else can I jump? Right. The high side of one is very different. The high side of one is no, no, no. Let's pause and get some order here so that we can feel good about where we're at. Yeah. Right. I, I also think that there's, the idea of earning coming from ones, I, th- I think a big part of, of the, the healthy side of earning for sevens has it it flies in the face of sevens feeling repression, particularly having to do with their inability to recognize how their behavior affects other people. So, so earning comes in and says, oh, I need to take care of these things because other people depend on me. I, I, I am now dependent in like there's there's a relationship that requires me to be more focused, to be more considerate, to be more engaged where where I want to escape. This is a space where I need to to knuckle down a little bit more. Yep. I love that. I hadn't thought about other people. The thing that goes through my mind is more of a 12-step program. I could sure. see somebody who's a seven creating this 12-step program because it's like, uh, it's a barrage of sure. here are all the things that we're going to do to make sure that we get our lives ordered. Right. 
but it's not steps for a, a normal, an average to unhealthy seven. It's actually just a cornucopia. You grab what you yeah, want. Right. Yeah. It's exactly. Whereas the, the one comes in, in, in healthy ways and orders the thing and says, actually you have to do step one. And before you can do step two, you have to finish step one. And before you can do step three, you have to finish step two, which is not in seven's wheelhouse. <laughs> By the way, if this is the first time you're listening to our podcast and you didn't start with step one in our podcast, stop right now and go back. <laughs> do step one because step one is really important. I, th- I think there's also like like not not just order and but but also completeness. Yeah, this is another yeah, yeah. big thing that, that sevens naturally struggle with and when they move into one space in really healthy ways, like like even in the midst of the stress that they're experiencing, part of the goodness of one that's available is saying, I will stay here and complete this. I will go all the way through whatever it is that I'm going through so that I come out the other side having done it totally. Yeah. That foundational nature at one is really important for sevens to hear and experience that their needs are going to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's going to be a big thing for sevens is finding those spaces. They'll find it in, in their stress number of, of developing a foundation to build on. Yeah. Ones can be very good at that. Yep. I also think there's something to be said about, about seeing the ways that you have contributed to Mm. the things that have gone that have gone wrong yep. that have put you into a stress place yeah sevens are very good at reframing everything so that it's a fun story or an like an enjoyable experience like everything that goes badly is something to be celebrated because it it, it it's way better to be fun than sad right in a healthy one space sevens can see their failures a little bit more clearly. Yeah. And honestly. High side confession. It's not self-criticism, but it's certainly taking an inventory. Again, mm-hmm. brings us back to 12-step programs. Right. Taking an inventory of the the ways that you've broken things really is valuable. And in one space, you're going to be quite aware and honest, perhaps even overly honest, about those sorts of things that can right. be very healthy in your stress number on the high side. Right. And, and the earning that's also available means that you will be the one to fix the problem that you created. Yeah. It's going to be relational at times. Yeah. Need to talk to some folks about what went wrong. Yep. The movement into center means reengaging your mind. So for sevens, it's going to get out of that space. That's specifically action-oriented and and intuitive. And let's focus in mentally on the life that you're made for. Sevens are naturally going to focus on the joy and the adventure. High side seven thinking is going to be tainted and fused with sobriety. Right. You're going to have sober judgment and you're going to moderate your appetites because joy is more than pleasure. Right. And and I, I think that statement in and of itself is is a big like we we could stop at this point yeah and move on because joy is bigger than just pleasure and sevens are, are so in their natural state in their in their average to unhealthiness are are seeking out pleasure they're seeking ways to 
to minimize the bad and maximize the good and joy it and the healthiness of stress and and when when this when they're in their center in really healthy and grounded ways joy is about more than just seeking pleasure yep and and encompasses some of the harder things in life as well that's what it is the cutting beauties of life often require all of the feelings you you need to have the depth of feelings and emotions for other human beings and experience their sadness and their pulling out of the sadness into places of stability and triumph and wonder to really experience the, the, you know, the pinnacle of joy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Otherwise it is just mere pleasure. Right. And mere pleasure is boring. Yep. Mere pleasure is what hogs experience, what, you know, like, like the worst kinds of human beings target mere pleasure. Right. But if you really want to awaken to joy, you get your head around the fact that you are, you are made to experience all of the ups and downs and coming out of trials into triumph. That, that can be a, massive part of that sobriety you want to talk about sobriety real quick in terms of how that also plays into experiencing joy i i think that there's also a clear-headedness that's necessary for actual joy like this is this is one of the things about about constantly seeking pleasure is that what you're doing is flooding your brain with dopamine and at like like that's yeah like drugs and overeating and and like adrenaline and all of these things that that they're 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 des- the the point of them is to cover up the other things like you're just you're just not clear and sobriety brings in a clear-headedness that gives you presence it gives you mm. a, a greater sense of who you are and what you're doing and where you're at. And like, it, it's all sort of part of the same thing. Like if you want joy, you have to be clear headed. Yep. That clear headedness is going to allow you to focus. And when you focus, you're going to move into five space. Right. Sevens like twos are going to stay in their center when they move into security. Twos move to four. So they stay in the heart. Sevens are going to move to five. They stay in the head, but where sevens are thinking about all the possibilities and all the things out there at five space, they narrow the target and become, get a clear sense of here's the thing. Mm -hmm. This is where wisdom is at. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's important. What's, what needs to be focused on. What's, what's the one thing like the, the, the space that's available for them at five, like when they're doing this in really healthy ways, they get to take a step back and, and sort of pause on all of the things that are in front of them and, and not just focus, but, but get a clearer perspective. That's the clue for sevens in terms of knowing you're actually secure is you're withdrawing. Yeah. You're taking the step back. You think you might be secure when you're moving from the thing to the thing to the thing, and that's not security. Security means that you're actually withdrawing. 
And not necessarily like that. That doesn't mean you're not going to the party. That means a, a withdrawal. It's a. It's not just a, a a leaving. It's it's a it's a pausing. It's a yeah. it's a mental withdrawal that that has to do with not pursuing the next plan. Yeah, it's a quieting where in five space you're able to think about your feelings. Mm-hmm. That's a one of the telltale signs of sevens insecurity is you're actually able to really think about your inner life. Yeah. It probably it's very commonly the case that sevens moving into security, they feel as though all of their needs are taken care of. And so that gives them permission to say, okay, now I can rest. Right. Now I now I can spend some time focusing my incredible mentor, mental energy on like solving problems, not just feeding my insatiable desires. There it is. That's a that's a great way to put that. Well, and that's probably what the seven will learn in five space that they can bring back to their center. Yeah. Right. It's, it's an antidote to the monkey mind. Yeah. Once you have that experience, then when you're centered, you can say, what does it look like for me to be present Mm -hmm. in my center? Yeah. And remind myself that I'm a feeling human being, pull some of that into, uh, into my, into my center. Yeah, the the wisdom necessary to be able to say sadness is an okay feeling to have. Mm-hmm. It's 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 available for you at the high side of five. Treasures, treasures to grab hold of. Yep. Eights. Eights are going to withdraw in stress into five space. Eights can get fixated on vengeance. They can allow their minds to really fixate on how will I bludgeon all of the obstacles that are seeking to, you know, to, to injure me in five space at the high side, they move to wisdom in five space. They elevate above vengeance and really get a clear sense of what is the truly valuable, good, worthy thing I need to know in this space. And they get their head off of how do I just retaliate? Yeah. Retaliation is boring. Right. An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind kind of, you know, that that's boring. Right. Really moving into that space where I see and understand the world outside of how do I simply hit back? That's that's the high side for eights. Right. I I also think there's there's a lot to be said about um the objectivity that is available at five in yep. a healthy space because you essentially remove yourself from the center of the universe. Sure. Which is something that eights really need. Uh, we all we all do it. Eights are good at it. <laughs> the part of what you get at at five when you when you do this in a healthy way is the perspective to see how your behavior affects other people, how w- how the world actually looks, not just what you think about it, and and what what direction things might need to like, like it, it again, it, the broadening perspectives is, is such a valuable thing for all of us to learn. There are nine ways of seeing and yours is only one of the nine ways. And, and for eights moving to five in stressful, but healthy way situations, like they get to step outside of their situation and see it a little bit more clearly and and there's there's 
probably plans and, and things that need to be done, but it's going to be very valuable for you to see what the actual problem is before you start solving it, as opposed to just jumping in and doing it the way that you think it needs to be done. That's exactly right. Real common story from threes, sevens, and eights, the aggressive types, is that they commonly crash hard. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily drift into stress. Right. They crash and then they go to stress. And when threes do, they they fall into places of, I just need to get some space and be calm. Right. Sevens, I crash and then I just need to get my life ordered. Right. And you're right with eights. It's you crash and then it's like, let me get some perspective and understanding. Right. And on the high side... You're, what you're really seeking in that space is wisdom. And that's that's what fives embody their high side. Yep. Eights are going to move back to center when they engage their body. It's real easy to get stuck in that withdrawn space and not move. But if you want to get back to center, it means future problem solving, getting into your body. And that's, uh, that's the move back into center. And the high side for eights is that, that they, they, they re-exert and discover their strength. And on the high side, that is infused with a newly found innocence. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about innocence for eights? This is a, this is a in- interesting point here, the virtue for eights. Yeah, because it, it's so much of eights' natural behavior is about protecting themselves from vulnerabilities and when you gain a little bit of perspective at your unhealthy stress space, when you step back and stop controlling the world around you a little bit more, when you move into back into your center, it's not just about strength, but it's also about the willingness to let things happen to you and to let things happen that are outside of your control. It requires, it's, it demands, it creates, it's, it's entirely attached to the idea of innocence, of saying that I am not God. Mm-hmm. It's not just vulnerability, but it's also I am not the one that is entirely in charge of this situation, and that's okay. Quite right. The other thing I hear there ends up being from five space, you get objectivity about other people's feelings and now gives you permission to re-engage other people with a degree of vulnerability, in a yeah. sense, of yep. childlikeness yeah. in your relationships. Yep. Eights will naturally come to the world and relationships expecting to be rejected. Children don't often come to the world expecting to be rejected. Right. And they, you need to pick up some of those qualities. And 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 one of the things that, that we sort of celebrate in children who have been rejected is their ability to navigate the world despite the things that they've experienced. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the high side of eight, is is when you are able to wear yourself on the outside despite the possibility of people taking advantage of you or despite it already having happened is is to to recognize your own 
sort of strength and and the truth of who you are and the bigness of your person can withstand those kinds of attack and can offer yourself to the world anyway. We use that the word magnanimity a lot in previous podcasts on exactly mm-hmm. that front. It's like yeah. that that's where your big hardness comes out and that's where the move to security happens. Right. When you're in that space, then you can actually serve, help other people in a posture where you're really reacting to their needs, moving into their space, elevating them with your strength. That's a secure spot for AIDS. Right. And 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 this is one of the places where I, I do really like the word dependence. Uh, because because I think that like eights moving and picking up the the healthiest things available to them at two mm. is about self self sacrifice. It's about giving to another what they need, regardless of what I think they need. It's like there's there's a a necessary like laying myself at your feet in a kind of way. Uh, of saying, I am not the one in charge of this situation. I give you what I have available and I want you to take what you need. Availability, I think, is a big clue into eight's insecurity. Mm. Yeah. What can I do for you? Yeah. Ends up coming out of the mouth of secure eights. And it, as opposed to, here's what you need from me. Exactly. Here's what we're going to do, get on board. Yeah. Is eights in center. Right. I'm going to take care of you, but I'm going to do it the way that I think it should be done. Right. When eights are secure, all of that's set aside because they knock that out. Right. And now it's, I got what I need. What can I do for you? Right. And that's what, that's what security is. You have your motive fulfilled. And so now you can move into those other spaces. Right. And it like it it all comes back to like it, it, all of this has to do with control, and and when you are able to enter these spaces of of really healthy security and say what I have is available to you, please take it. Like part of the message that you bring back to your center from that space is actually a building up of your own strength yep. and and your own innocence at the same time. Yep. That's the learning. That's the learning that eights need to experience in two space. Right. You don't live in two space, but you learn that. And that's obviously elevating your repressed center. Right. You need to elevate your feeling center. And that's what you're gaining there in some two space. Yeah. Yep. Come on. Nines. Nines are going to move to six in stress. There is a earning that takes place. Nines are going to get fixated on... How do I keep things calm? Yeah. Keep things lethargic. That's the fixation for nines is lethargy. One of the things that draws nines out of lethargy is that other people matter and that the connection of I care about my connection to the tribe. I care mm-hmm. about my place in the tribe and I need to do the things that ensure that I have a place. Those are qualities that nines will pick up at six that will save them from lethargy, correct? Right. There's a an understanding of the way that we all fit together that comes from a really healthy move in stress. Is that like, like my behavior 
doesn't just affect me. My natural retreat, my natural withdrawal, it actually affects other people as well. And there are things that I need to do to take care of the people that are around me. There's there's things that that my presence, my there's things that are uniquely mine that do affect other people. It it matters if I actually step up here. And and that's not necessarily even specifically the group, but that's also like like it's really easy not to care about making bad financial decisions in your youth because you are not thinking about your future. At least I wasn't when I made bad financial decisions in my youth. Right. And the fidelity is not just to other people, but it's also to my future self. It's to my own worth and value and like it's, it's planning and being prepared for the things that might go wrong and it is my place in the group, but it's it's so many other things of like, like actually pay attention to your life and the decisions that you make matter. Yeah. We haven't talked about orientation to time, but that would be mm-hmm. a big part of moving into the head triad in stress is that you're aware of the future threats. Right, right. Whereas I am never thinking about future threats except when I'm stressed out. Right nines at their center don't have an anchor in the future right but you do in stress and you do in security in some ways in terms of we'll get there in a minute but the move then for nines that is going to be a very heady space of thinking about the fact here's the future thinking about your place in the crew uh in the family that you're part of the team that you're parts of getting centered means re-engaging your body correct Right, right. And it's not just thinking about your place in the in the crew or what might go wrong, but it's also comprehending what needs to be done. That's the word. And then that propels you into back into your center of actually doing the things that need to be done. Yeah. It's not just that the nine is peaceful. It's that you bring peace. Yep. And those are two very different things. Right. If you focus exclusively on being peaceful, you're not acting. Right. But you are the peace bringer is a different posture. And that's, that is engaging the virtue of your type, which is action. Right. Because your life matters. There's stuff that you need to do to, to engage the world, to, to soften the edges around you. And it's going to take work. Yep. Nines naturally will embody peace. And that can be a great part of their motive, the real treasure that nines will bring to the world is when they act on that for the sake of everybody else, being able to see everyone's perspective and then speak into those spaces in ways that create connection. Right. Bang. When that is done and the piece is realized, you move to security, yeah? Sometimes. Sometimes I go take a nap. (laughs) This is one of the, uh, we talk about commonly like kind of strange moves on the Enneagram. I'm real curious for your thoughts on this one. The movement from nine space into three space, you're taking hold of, you know, that excellence that's there of the pay attention to me, you know, on the healthiest side that you can see on threes, three space. Yeah. What does that look like? Well, it's not just about, uh, 
like attention, but it's also about image and the excellence of image. So like the, the really healthy version of moving to that secure place, like, like normal, normalness, averageness in, in three gives us opportunity. Like it, it's checklists. Yeah. It's also pay attention to me kind of stuff, but the really healthy stuff that's available there is about what is next. It's about making a plan for the next things that need to get done. Because like I said, I would much rather take a nap, but the world is not at Shalom yet. And there are still things that I, I may have solved this one problem over here, but there's more work to do. And so, so figuring out like, what am I going to be really good at? What spaces were, will I really achieve? Like, like how, how do I move myself into these spaces where the skills that I have can be presented yeah. in a, in bigger and like, how do I, how do I scale this problem solving that I can do? Right. That's available to me at three and in, and really healthy ways of, of grabbing onto that, that achievement mindset. You can experience heart's message. You can experience that your presence matters, especially if other people are acknowledging that. Right. Because you're a little bit more outgoing in terms of this, what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the assertiveness available at three is, is something that, that nine just are not naturally. We don't have that. And threes have it in spades, and right. and when we move to three in really healthy ways, it's like, oh no, there, I'll I'll do this work, but, and, and and I'll call attention to it too, yeah, and thrive off of that attention to some extent, right, and and not just because I want the attention, but because the work that I'm doing is actually really valuable and and deserves attention, right. I have a picture above my computer of my family Thanksgiving. 2016 it was the last time that all of our all of us were together um uh, my beloved stepfather died a couple months later my mom who's the the nine is in the center of the picture and i recall the center of that time that we had was just my seven stepfather giving gratitude for everybody being around but specifically elevating my mom the nine and her role in in drawing everyone together and i remember her crying and that ended up that being just a, a high point, I think, for for our family, for our experience of one another. And I don't know, though, as as you're talking, I'm looking at this picture, which is above my desk, and just thinking, yeah, that's an instantiation of that. Yeah. What do you learn in three space that you bring back into your center? I mean, it's to me, it sounds so simple, but it's a thing that I is like just a little bit out of reach. It's a, like the idea of planning for what's coming of actively working toward what's coming and, and bringing that into a, a pattern of behavior. Like yeah. the idea of planning out my week sounds so ridiculous to me because I am a nine and I just, I, I don't want to make plans that way. But if I were actually moving into healthy three space and picking up some of the skills there, 
that is one of the things that that should become a regular not necessarily me sitting down and planning my whole week but but the idea of actually being really intentional about making plans for the next achievement the next accomplishment the next task that needs to get done that is something that i should be working into my regular life it would make me a healthier person good word good word there that's all the types uh stress security center we're going to do, I imagine in the future, we'll do a lot of work on stress and security. You and I haven't really taken the time to, to do our deep treatment right. on these just as standalone topics. And, and there's a, a, a world of things to talk about with these, these two moves. So. These are the moves that are closest, I think, to most of us in terms of our hearts and experience of Enneagram. It's why so many folks really elevate disintegration and integration in their language when talking to Enneagram. Yeah. Because they feel it. Right. High side thinking gets you out of that kind of thinking. And and this was one of the things that I I probably should have said this at the beginning of this whole conversation, but the in in studying this and in having conversations with other people about it, we often find ourselves in unhealthy stress. We accidentally find ourselves in unhealthy security, average to unhealthy, I'll say. And a big part of what this whole conversation is about is what does it look like to turn around and intentionally start grabbing the healthy stuff? Yeah. It's, it's very, very, it's, it's, it's as natural as breath to all of a sudden wake up and go, oh, I'm doing something super unhealthy at my stress number. Now, now that you're aware of it, name it, Yep. you can actually start to look at the shelves and say, oh, no, it's not just garbage here. Let's get some good things and go back to center. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. For for the sake of your soul, you know, it's, it, we feel this all the time in, in life. When somebody shows you, here are the things that you need to eat that will make you feel better. These are the stretches you need to do. It'll make you feel better. Here's the, right. you know, the relational way that you connect with others that are really going to make you feel better. That's what, that's what it is. High side thinking is just, it's a map. Enneagram's a map. Yep. Let me tell you where the beach is. Let me, right. let me, right. let, let me tell you where the high ground is. Uh, it's going to restore your soul. Yep. Come on. All right. Well, that's what I got. Friends, before you sign off, we have an event in June. Find us on Patreon. It's linked in the show notes or you can go to aroundthecircle.org if you want to Hang out with us on online. We have 40 or so folks signed up. We're hoping to have 70 or 80 and make the room full. It'll be good times. That We plan to make this a, a fantastic experience. So find us on Patreon. Sign up for the event. This may become more regular, like every week or every two weeks. And uh, we're gonna, we'll get a rhythm, especially for those of us who just don't have anyone you know, to talk shop about Enneagram with. This is the place for you. If uh, you want to help us out, always giving us a review. Right. But the best thing you, you can do is share this list, these steps with somebody that you love. Jump back to step number two. You need to talk about this material with somebody who gets into Enneagram so that you can grow. Phone a friend. <laughs> Phone a friend. That's, that's one of your three lifelines, man. <laughs> 
it's fantastic to talk through this material with somebody else that really it solidifies it in our hearts and minds and in our activities this is a great good so that's that's our encouragements and that's what i got you got anything else teach i got nothing man he is tj wilson he's officially awesome i'm jeff cook who you aren't is not interesting <laughs>